Hello, welcome back to 9 to 9. We are in chapter 7 of Leviticus Vaikra. Um, we're continuing the offerings. Uh, we ended off last chapter with the additional laws of the sin offering. This chapter we're talking about the guilt offering and the details of that. Uh, we're talking about the ownership of sacrificial remains and the thanksgiving offering. Um, um, let's see, what can we find interesting? Um, we can find off, um, this is the law of the guilt offering. It is the most holy offering. The verse can be read as follows. This is the law regarding what makes a person guilty of sin. He feels that he is most um, holy if he feels that if 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 you feel that you are perfect, you are most likely to sin. Abbe Yosef David Rubin. Ah, interesting. If he feels that he is most holy, if you feel that you are perfect, you are most likely to sin. It is a, a most holy offering. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, uh, regarding the meat of his Thanksgiving peace offering, his sacrifice should be eaten on the day it is offered up. He should not leave any of it over until the morning. Um, by limiting the time to eat the meat of the Thanksgiving offering, along with the 40 bread loaves that came with it, to one day, the donor um, is forced to invite many guests in order to consume it all. In this way, the Thanksgiving for his good fortune becomes more, more exp extensive. Um, let's see what else. Um, if he offers his sacrifice with an intention that any of the meat of his peace offering is to be eaten on the third day, it will not be accepted. It will not be count. It will not count for the one who offers it, for it will be rejected, and the person who eats from it will bear the consequences of his sin. Intention. Nowadays, prayer substitutes for sacrificial offering. Therefore, you need to do your uttermost to ensure that your prayers are carried out with the proper concentration and not dwell on any irrelevant or inappropriate thoughts that enter your mind. May I say, that is oh so very hard to do. But I guess um, that this is, uh, you know, what we need to do. I mean, yeah. You know, you have to do it with a lot of concentration. I mean, think about it. Yeah. It says the sacrifice of the meat and his peace offerings. Right. The meat of... Hold on. The meat of a, of a peace offering that touches anything that is ritually impure should not be eaten. It should be burnt in fire. But regarding a piece of meat that was removed from its this designated area, anyone who is ritually pure 
may eat the rest of the meat which remained, remained inside. Burned in fire. The Torah requires that sacrificial meat, be, ha, which has become ritually impure, be burned, in order that another person should not accidentally come to eat it and sin. This teaches a powerful lesson that even if you are sure that an obstacle will not lead yourself to sin, you should eliminate it for the sake of your fellow. Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson. Menachem Mendel Schneerson. Yeah, you know, don't, don't put temptations and don't, you know, don't put any challenges, you know, as they say. Don't do it. Can be very grave. It's very scary um, to remove any obstacles in the way, even though we know we know or we think we know we might not fall into it. Somebody else might. Also, how much can we really trust ourselves? <laughs> if a person eats the meat of a peace offering of God while a state of ritual impurity is upon him, his soul will be cut off from its people. Yeah, that this this part is really repeated that the soul will be cut off from its people. Um, there's also the gifts to the priests. Um, also, but before that, it should say that you should not eat any blood. The animal, like every other object in the world, was created by God for the use of and pleasure of human beings, which are the only species that can understand that there is God. However, humans were only permitted to derive pleasure from the flesh of an animal, not from its soul, which belongs to God alone. Since the blood is the soul, Deuteronomy 12:23, man is not allowed to consume it. And that's why we're also not allowed to suck our own blood. And people who suck blood like MJ Kelly and Megan Fox who drink each other's blood. What like WTH are you doing? Ugh. Yeah. So if you cut yourself, don't don't put that thumb in your mouth. Bro, don't do it. <laughs> You're basically sucking your soul from what I'm reading here. A waving before God. This is uh, going into um, the gifts of the priest. His own hands should bring the fire offering of God. Namely, he should bring the fat uh, on the breast and he can wave the breast as a waving before God. The priest should move them forward and backward, upward and downward. Upward and downward represents the progression and regression that you experience in your personal spiritual standing. Forward and backward represents the spreading morality and spirituality outward to other people. The lesson here is that regardless whether you are upward or downward, on a spiritual high or low, you should endeavor to go forward and backward to influence other people positively. Menachem Mendel Schneerson. He has the best insight. I'm just saying, just because, like, um, well, it's just the most relevant. Um, <laughs> but anyway, this is the end of chapter 7 of Aika. Thank you for listening. You know what it is. Yasher <laughs> Koach.